two, three, fuck it. Welcome back to another episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast. I've been out for a minute, um, just doing the little things here and there, just relaxing, just chilling for a minute. I've been doing this podcast about seven, eight months, something like that. So I'm going to have to chill for a while, just get some more content for this podcast. But I'm back, y'all. I am back with another banger of these podcasts. I'm, I'm going to start banging out a couple more of these podcasts. I'm probably going to do one tomorrow. Two, so I mean, y'all get ready. Probably, I'm, I will probably do one Sunday, probably one Monday too, because I usually do one Tuesday, Saturdays, Saturdays and Tuesdays. But I might bring one out on Monday. It's a possibility if I, because I got some a lot of stuff to talk about, especially regarding the Green Bay Packers. I'm not gonna really talk about the Green Bay Packers now because that's so much I can talk about that right now. I'm gonna talk about that Monday though. So I will probably be doing a, a podcast episode, a special one for you guys on Monday, and I'll do my regular uh, podcast episode on Tuesday also, but today's episode, we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, we're going to give you a quarter of the week for this week, we're going to give you the Eastern Conference standings, the Western Conference standings, and what I feel about that, now we also got some news regarding HBCUs, and not even HBCU regarding HBCUs, but uh, a guy, a Hall of Famer that said something regarding HBCUs, um, a yeah, yeah, pretty much a Hall of Famer, one of the best corners in the game, one of the best players in the game. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But now we're going to talk about now what we're going to talk about is the Milwaukee Bucks. And I already told you guys before, I don't really want to go back and forth. if They go on losing streaks or winning streaks. I said before, uh, I think a couple podcasts ago that at the end of the day, the Bucks control their own there. The Bucks control their own path. And right now, they're controlling their path really well right now with the two back-to-back wins against the Nets. I'm kind of late on it, but I, y'all know what I'm talking about. But, uh, it's yeah, it's, those two wins against Brooklyn is important, but yet not important because at the end of the day, you can beat Brooklyn both times, but, of course, like anybody else is arguing out now, oh, you didn't have James Harden, which, I mean, it's a valid excuse because if you're a Brooklyn fan or you – have watched or listened to my podcast in Brooklyn. I yeah, I get your excuse. I get it. It is true that you y'all don't have your your basically your point guard and James Harden there. But at the end of the day, it's like James Harden is not gonna. And my my not my excuse, but my defense to that is okay. James Harden gonna stop y'all from not playing a lot of defense. I mean, is, is, he, is he gonna play some defense? Because I mean, it's not like he's coming back and it's like, oh my god, y'all don't. I'm of course, y'all probably score a little bit more, and he's going to be a better passer. Of course, I get that, but he's not going to stop Giannis. It's not going to. He's not going to stop Giannis again, a forty piece again. Like he got forty piece twice on you guys. No, for not twice, but once. Once on you guys, and it's like what that's not going to stop him from getting a, getting big points against you guys. I mean, James Harden coming back is great. I mean, that's of course it's going to bring Gatchy more points. But at the end of the day, I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks, like I said before. In the beginning of my podcast, or a couple podcasts ago, I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks have a better chance to in, in beating and have a better better chance at matchup wise. Their big three matchup wise 
can compete with the net Brooklyn Nets. I'm not saying that they're going to beat them because I don't really know that yet. I got to see a couple games in the series to say that. But for me, I truly feel like they can match up better with with Brooklyn than Philly is. And that's just my opinion. Because if you really look at the look at it, you already know Giannis and KD is going to go at it. I mean, no matter what Giannis says and say, I don't want to go at Giannis. I don't want to go at Katie that you're all you are. It's inevitable. I mean, y'all are y'all just two big stars, two big MVPs, two tall seven foot seven foot guys playing like guards or playing like big men. If you're talking about Giannis, but when he shoots, he's shooting like Steph Curry. So for me, I feel like at the end of the day, that's inevitable. Giannis, no matter what Giannis says and say, oh well. I'm not trying to compete with yeah, KD because he gonna go fifty on me. Yeah, you competing with you be you, you're competing with KD. So and what you mean by KD? Kevin Durant. <laughs> so like you're competing with Kevin Durant. So no matter what Giannis says, oh, I'm not competing with Kevin Durant. Yes, you are, Giannis. Stop it. He's trying to be humble at this point. But uh, at the end of the day, that's who's gonna match up against each other most like not match up against the defense. Well, they might defensive wise. How the Milwaukee Bucks have been playing KD in the last two games against, in against Brooklyn, he it's been a lot of rotation. Like it's not really been a consistent one person guarding KD. Because the last game we played them uh, before the two games, the back to back two game series kind of that we played them the first very first game, Drew Howdy was guarding them. I think and uh, Chris Middleton was guarding him at some point in time. Giannis really wasn't guarding him like that. But now these last two games against Brooklyn, yeah, it's been a multitude of guys that be guarding KD. Like, you got a little bit of Giannis, a little bit of Chris, a little bit of P.J. Tucker, a little bit of uh, Drew Hade, a little, little bit of mix of everybody in there. So, I mean, and then it really didn't stop KD at all these last few games. He scored about 80 points in the last few games. So, it really didn't – it really didn't work anyways, but it made it harder. It made it hard on KD. It, KD didn't get no easy points. It wasn't like – it might have seemed easy because it was just – KD makes it look easy, but it wasn't easy because <laughs> it really feels like it's it. KD's one of the people where you know if he's open, he's gonna make that every time. It just it just like one of the things where you be like, man, I hate him. Like you hate him and love him, but you don't hate him. It isn't a fact that like you hate him. Like oh man, I hate you. Like I hated LeBron early in his career for no reason, which I found out later on it was for no reason. It's just hating because he was a bad guy. And I think it's all. It's, I love that quote that they say. It says, uh, it's, he said, you either live to become a villain or you die and become a hero or something like It's something like that. I don't know. I might have butchered the quote. I think it's a quote. I'm, let me see what the quote is. It's, uh, it, I think it's, it's like that, somewhat, somewhat like that. It's like you either, you live to end up becoming a villain and you, or you die and become a hero. It's something like that. I don't know. I might have butchered it. Whoever knows the quote better than me, you probably know what the hell I'm talking about, but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, obviously, because I just butchered it twice. I might have to look this up before this podcast is over, because that's one of the good quotes I wanted to talk about today uh, at the end of my podcast. But, yeah, man, like I said before, like this Brooklyn is a deep, a nice team. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to doubt them. When they have the big, that victory, James Harden, Kyrie, and KD, they're the monsters, basically. Like, they're the monsters. It's, it's not even like a. And I don't, and I'm not going to say, because people always felt like, oh man, if they had a, their big three, there is no chance nobody going to win in the East uh, other than Brooklyn or Philly or whatever. So even Philly and Brooklyn, Philly and Milwaukee, they're like, ain't no chance they're going to win. I feel like it's still a chance that they can still win because at the end of the day, they still can't guard nobody. It's, they're pretty much saying, Okay, I'll score us. It's basically what how Golden State used to do, guys. 
And the crazy thing is, is Golden State, and I, I don't know for sure if Dan D'Antoni is a is a, like the assistant coach or something like that for Brooklyn, or if it might be some other coach. But I think it, it might be him. I don't know if Mike D'Antoni. I know Steve Nash is the head coach, obviously, but it's I don't know if it's, it's D'Antoni. Let me check it up for more research department real quick. Yeah, yeah, I was right. I was right. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni is the assistant coach for. Um, <laughs> the Nets, which is crazy because he played for Houston, and we know Houston basketball is like it's like give it to James Harden and let him work, and then we'll pass it out if you if he feels like it. But I but this team is a little different. They got shooters and they got Katie and Kyrie, so that James Harden doesn't have to do that. And Houston he had to do that because he was the only ball handler on the court at the time. And you know, you had Clint Capella, which now he's balling in Atlanta right now, averaging a double double damn near every game. I mean. I mean, he's averaging a double-double, and he's pretty much getting a double-double damn near every game. So that's awesome for Clint Capella. I mean, Peter Tucker's on Milwaukee right now. I mean, he's a, he's not having the success in points that he had in Houston, but he's being effective. So, I mean, that's all I think uh, Peter Tucker wants. He don't really want – he don't I – mean, of course, he loves the points and whatever, and you can score a lot of points with Milwaukee, especially with Giannis being that guy and he, him having all that attention. Some guys are going to get a lot of points, and Giannis is going to thrive off of that. Even when and the crazy thing else is about Giannis, which people are sleeping on right now, I think Giannis is low key. Like it's crazy, he's low key still. I feel like the MVP uh, in a sense because it's like he's second in the NBA, and right now in in the like their division. I mean, they're in the division. They're first in the division. In their division, we're not even gonna talk about the division. The division sucked ass cheeks this year. I mean, it, it, I, that's why. That's it is. The division sucks butt cheeks like this year. I mean, you got the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls are coming, but they're not there yet. Uh, you got the Indiana Pacers. They're all right, but they're not like, oh, uh, whatever. We need to fear them. They're going to give you a good game. I think after they fired Nate um, McMillan, man, that's when they went down. I think Nate McMillan was a great – he's one of the coaches like uh, – what's the coach for the, the greatest thing of the Pistons? Dwayne Casey, that's what his name is. I think he was one of them coaches where, like, he had he just needed more pieces around him, and I think sometimes what some of these owners do is, or some of these GM GMs do is, when they don't get success right away, sometimes they kind of all automatically like, oh man, let's just, let's just get rid of our head coach. And when sometimes it's just the players, or sometimes it's just you got to rebuild around, you got to rebuild. And I think the Indiana Pacers have to rebuild. They need to rebuild around. I think for me, I really feel like they should build around some bonus. I, that's just me. I don't know if it's anybody else or whatever. I feel like they should build around Sabonis. Sabonis is a double-double machine. He's going to get you no points. He's not going to get you a lot of defense, but he's going to get you some points. He's going to get you some rebounds. And he's getting, he can assist with the best of them. He's like a shorter version of Jokic. He's going to get you the points. He's going to get you them rebounds. He can get you a, 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 a couple of assists. Not even a couple. He can get you multiple assists, more like five, five average five a game. He's good enough, so I feel like for me, if the Pacers would like to say, let's rebuild, rebuild around Sabonis. That's my that's my opinion. But like I said, the Bulls are whatever. I mean, the Pistons are right, whatever. And then then you have the Pistons. Like I got I just talked about about Dwayne Casey. They're in the, really in the rebuilding stage. So I mean, and I really don't. The crazy thing is, I really don't know nobody in the Pistons other than Dwayne Casey. I know a couple guys. I, I, I actually forgot his name. Actually, I just thought of his name, but then I just forgot it right that fast. So it's just that's what that's the way the Roy Pistons are right now. 
I mean, the only person I know for the Detroit Pistons is probably the head coach right now. That's probably that's it. That's the only person I know really right now. But um, I'll probably look at Detroit fans. Please, y'all don't get mad at me because I don't know nobody on the Pistons. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. But I only know the head coach. So, but y'all, anyways, uh, just speaking about fans and all that stuff, uh, it's it's been great. Are they starting to bring back fans again? Uh, I think I think it's a good thing. I hope this pandemic or this coronavirus goes away so we can get full capacity because I really love it because that's when I we really get to see like fandom when we can really get to see this because when these players go in the playoffs and stuff it, I love it I love that crowd noise and stuff when we watch watching these games and the crowd yelling to the top of their lungs and saying defense or let's go offense or boo or MVP or something like that, just in that range or whatever. Or you suck, whoever t- whoever player they whoever player they're saying they they suck too. But for me, I love it, man, and I, I really hope that like I said, the coronavirus is over. It's COVID nineteen coronavirus. I don't really care what it's called. It's a it's a it's a pandemic. It's terrible. That's all we need. That's all I don't. I really care about it. And but like like I said before, man. Uh, we're going to also talk about today, uh, what else we got to talk about? Because we're talking about the Rocky Bucks, oh, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. That's what I was going to talk about. So the Eastern Conference, I already kind of told what I really feel about the Eastern Conference. The, now the crazy thing is that the Celtics, even, the Celtics, even though they're struggling, they're a dangerous team. Miami has been up and down, but they're a dangerous team. The the, the uh, Hornets, even though they've been up and down, they're pretty dangerous. You got the Knicks up there. They're 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 up there. They're pretty dangerous. The Hawks, they're pretty dangerous. So I I, I think a lot of these teams. I I don't think it's going to be no upsets on on the top like from Philly. I think the upsets are going going to start to happen in the second round. In the Western Conference, it's a little different. I feel like any upsets can happen really in the Western Conference. I think ultimately the Western Conference is one of those things where I think it's going to be a lot of upsets. And right now the Lakers are in the seventh seed. In the play-in game, which is crazy because now they play the seventy. The the Golden State is going to be playing up. The uh, Golden State is going to be playing, and they're in the AFC right now. Golden State is going to be playing the Lakers in the seventh seed. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk that the Lakers of all people would be at the seventh seed? Which is crazy because it's weird because now it's like the the team like cause crazy is if it's if LeBron and AD get healthy and they start playing the way they play. They're probably one of the most dangerous seven seeds of all time. So it's crazy to, to even think that. It's like you having two great guys on your team, and it, 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 it is. It is. I, I'm saying it is like, but no, it ain't like. It is like, but, man, it's crazy, though, how this going to work. <laughs> how they play. If they stay at that seven seed, which they probably it looks like they probably will, unless the Portland Red Legends go on another losing streak, which they've been really inconsistent, too, as well. So, you just never know with that seven C if they might get that seven C or uh, the Portland Trailblazers might get that seven C. But man, it's gonna be really a really crazy playoff playing games. These playing games are gonna be awesome. I look. I'm, and the crazy thing is, LeBron said before in a quote. I ain't really on quote for him. Quote go quote by quote, but for him. But he basically in his words he said he don't like the playing games. Whoever made it up needs to get fired. That's basically what he said. Basically what he said. But I really I actually like it though. I actually like the playing games, man. I I like it and I get it at the same time because at the end of the day, I think if it was like 
I think they testing some out and see if it works. But I feel like if it's if it's if it's if 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 it goes well, I think they should bring it back every so. I, I crazy thing is I'm kind of torn because I'm cause that's why I'm kind of mumbling a little bit on the mic right now because I'm really torn because I like it because I like because as a fan I like more playoffs. And me, I'm I'm Stanzy. I'm I like I'm I want that. I want I want more playoff play playoffs. That's why I love NCAA basketball because I love the all the multiple playoff games I can watch at any time, and it's pretty much every day you having a playoff game or you having a game, whatever. And to me, I love that. So when they had thought about the playing games, I was like, man, I like that as a fan. I'm thinking like I like that, but at the same time, I see why most athletes are not uh, or against it because they're like, man, well, we got especially if you're an AFC or a seven seed, you've been busting your ass to get to that seed, and then on top of that, you got to prove yourself again. Say, oh yeah, prove yourself again against this team. And and think about this: if you lose, say if you're an AFC, you lose, you lose against that seven seed, or say if you're a seven seed and you lose against the AFC, and the AFC get that seven seed, and you got to play again. Against the whoever the the winner out of the tenth and eleventh seed, I mean ninth and tenth seed, you got to play again against that team, and then it's not like it's like a playoff game where you got multiple games to adjust. No, you only got one game. You got one and done. So it's like if you lose and you're AFC and you're a seven seed, or you was a seven seed in the the regular season, and you got to play again in the playing games, and then you lose against that eighth seed, and then you got to play again against that. The winner of that uh, the ninth for Tim seed, and then you lose. It's like, damn, we did all this work just to lose. And even if you did win, it's like we got more. We are not on top of that. You already got the playoffs. You all, you got the playoffs. You got the first round, the second round, the third round, and then the finals. And then you got on top of it, you got two extra games. And it's like it's already hard to even just play a game and just play one game in this whole season. Now on top of that, you got add. Two extra games on top of that, that like it just it makes no logically it doesn't make it, it makes sense a little bit, but at the same time I get why most athletes are not are against it. But I mean, Luca was against it, but now they're like up there, so they ain't even talking about it no more. Lakers, Le, uh, LeBron was talking about it, and that's because he was like they were close. But if they were uh, like at the two seed or one seed, they probably wouldn't be talking about it like that. Or even probably would. LeBron is like one of them guys. He kind of moves a. The panel sometimes with like what he says and stuff. So it's really, it's really awesome to what LeBron is doing though. Because before he got injured, he was doing something that not a lot of guys at his age were doing. So it is, it's amazing. Uh, hopefully he comes back healthy because he already said, I'm not going to be 100%, which I feel like that's just, I'm going to say that's a, a bad thing or whatever, but it's father time. Father time is going to get everybody. I mean, Tom Brady. Father Tom haven't haven't touched Tom Brady yet. Hopefully it does. I mean, for the sake of my, my Packers fans and every other fan, I hope it. Hopefully it does. But um, yeah, if I, like I said, Father Tom gonna get everybody. It's Father Tom is like when he gonna knock on your door, like, bro, it's your time. <laughs> it's your time. And I think LeBron. I ain't gonna say it's his time yet. I fuck he he can last two years, two two or three more years. But I think it's gonna be a lot of just. And a lot of this, like, oh, in and out of games. Some games he's going to be out for a couple games or whatever. Because, like, when you get older, and I'm not old because I'm only 20, what, 25 this year? I almost forgot my age. <laughs> I'm 25 here, twenty-five this year. I'm going to be 26 in June. So I'm not that old like this, so I don't know. I'm fat, though, so I know a little bit of something about 
pain because <laughs> I'm, I'm a little out of out of shape. So that's why I'm really showing my audio, my face actually at all because it's really fat. But I'm really, I really, I probably will show it in a minute, of course, uh, when I talk about YouTube channel, which it's coming. It's coming really soon. I, I Of course, I'm going to give more updates on it as I get closer and closer to the date. And I will be start selling. I'm going to be selling merch in a minute. I'm going to do my photo shoot. So if you want to see that photo shoot, it's going to be on my Instagram and my Facebook and most likely my Twitter. Um, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to you can, it's probably going to be on my, my personal, uh, Facebook too, as well, as well as my, 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 uh, whatever you want to call it, podcast, a uh, Facebook page. So it's going to be on both. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be really great. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be really, really great. And then what else we have to talk about today? Because I almost forgot my train of thought. Oh, Western Conference. The Western Conference. Now, the Western Conference is going to be a little weird. Like I said before, it's it's going to be awesome because the Western Conference is going to be it's going to be awesome. That Western Conference, man. It's like I said, the Lakers and the Warriors are at that seven eight seed, and then you got the Grizzlies and the Spurs at the ninth and tenth seed. That's going to be awesome. And then you got the the Jazz, which is crazy because if the Jazz, if the Lakers stay where they are and stay at that seven seed. The Suns have to play the Lakers, which we all know the Lakers are really good. If they're healthy, they're probably one of the best teams in the Western Conference. And I think if they do get healthy, it's like as a Suns fan, you're like, man, why did we have to play the Lakers? That's why I think, in a sense, are are they fighting for like the one seed or the two seed? Or are they just like, okay, let me be the three seed. So I don't have to face the Lakers in the first round. Because as a Clippers fan, you don't want to face the Lakers in the first round. So you hoping they just stay at that seven seed because – as a Clippers fan, it's like if they're healthy, if Lakers are fully healthy, you're going to beat in the first round, which is going to be bad for the Clippers fans because it's like, damn, right when we think we can, we got some, well, we got out, or we got to play the Lakers. Like, because ultimately, you want to play if you want the Clippers, you want to play them in like the second round, possibly the third round or whatever. You don't want to really play them right away. You don't want to play them right away, all right, up, right off the bat. And if they're if they end up somehow getting that sixth seed, they're playing them like. So it's gonna be really fun to see the Clippers and the Lakers, which the Battle of LA or the Battle of the Staples Center. I mean, it's not Battle of LA because it's like three LA teams in uh and uh in uh California. So it's not really LA teams, but it's a lot. It's, it's like three California teams and basketball California teams in in California. So it, it's gonna be really amazing, though. It's gonna be amazing. I love it. I love it. I'm I love this. I love all this. So I'm not really mad that we ever have a playing game, but I get it. As a fan, I'm not mad, but as a as just as a person, just knowing how hard man, I don't know how hard basketball is and being in practice because I haven't played it at all, so I can't get my experience or I don't have a certification that say, "Oh, man, you shouldn't do this" or "You should do this." Just stop complaining. So I'm never gonna I'm never gonna do that because that's I don't know what how they feel. So I'm just gonna say, man, for me. Whatever they do, if they end up taking away the playing games, I'm going to be happy. If they keep the playing games, I'm going to be happy. So that's all I'm going to say about the playing games. But like I said, the Jazz are going to be the Jazz going to be decent. But like I said, we got to prove we got to see in the playoffs. A lot of these top up teams, with the exception of the Clippers, what the Clippers and the Nuggets, but the top two teams, they really haven't done really anything in the playoffs in the past couple years. The Jazz. Kind of did something last year, and they went to seven against the uh, 
the Nuggets, and the Nuggets are at the, like the fourth seed right now. So the Nuggets are going to be pretty decent, but without Jamal Murray, I don't know how they're going to even get past the first round. That's just me. I mean, the team they got to face in the first round, I think, is the Mavericks. They got to face the Mavericks in the first round. I don't know how they're going to get past the Mavericks. They could get probably get past Maverick with Jokic, and what's crazy thing is did, did Jamar Murray being out is actually a blessing for Jokic. He might he might end up winning MVP because of that, which is kind of fucked up because I wanted Jokic, I wanted uh, John Beebe to win or Giannis to win, but it seems like Jokic is probably going to run away with it because because Jamar Murray is out, and then Jamar Murray's usually that guy that kind of leaks Jokic out. It's not even saying like. He's a bad person, but when you have great, great players on your team, it kind of fades out. That's the same thing with how Giannis is right now. That's why Giannis is probably third in your ranking, in, in anybody's ranking for an MVP, because not only – because he, he has a point. You cannot – in because if you look at his stats, he's averaging like 28 points, like 12 rebounds, and like six assists. So it's like he's averaging pretty much the same amount of points as he is last year, but he's even better because now he's shooting more threes He's shooting out them little mid-range floaters, the mid-range. He's doing pretty much everything that we wanted him to do in these past couple years, and it's even he look he looks even better offensively. So, and I feel like defensively, the Bucks are the best defensive team, um, not ranking wise, but just the best defensive team against anybody. I feel like, and that's just my ball opinion. And then you can at me or go at my Twitter and tweet me at um. Marquis 95 Sports, or you can go to my Facebook at the whatever you want to call it, uh, podcast Facebook page, or you can go to my Instagram at, and you can DM me, DM me at a Marquis 95 Sports. But, man, that's my bold opinion. I feel like the Bucks defensively can guard anybody. Just saying. I'm I'm just putting that out there, and I don't care what nobody say. But, um, defense, and I'm going to say, and, and I feel like, and I was kind of adamant in the beginning about what I said about, oh, I don't think they could beat Brooklyn. I'm gonna double down on it. They can be Brooklyn too. I'm I'm with James Harden. I'm gonna double down on it. So Brooklyn fans, y'all can go at me, <laughs> whatever. Like I said, go to my uh, Twitter at Marquise ninety five Sports, or you can go to my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page, or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise ninety five Sports. Marquise spelled M A R K E S E. Again, my name is spelled M A R K E S E ninety five Sports, and that's all together. So. Yeah, you can go to my Instagram or my Facebook or my Twitter, and you can do whatever you want to. But that's my opinion. I feel like Milwaukee can meet the Milwaukee Bucks can beat the Brooklyn Nets with James Harden. Of course, I think it's gonna be hard. Of course, I think James Harden is gonna probably go off, or Katie's probably gonna go off. But Giannis can too. Chris can too. Drew Howdy can too. So I and I I really get I don't get pissed off, but I can kind of get like, okay, what what are you talking about when people say, oh well, who's gonna stop Katie? So who's going to stop Giannis, though? Like, people always say, oh, who's going to stop KD? KD can get 40. Okay, Giannis can get 42. So that's going to delete each other out. So people always kind of act like, oh, KD's the – and KD, crazy thing is KD's not the X factor of this team. It's James Harden. I said early, I think it was KD, but it's James Harden. James Harden is the the, the guy that keeps this, this train going because you even see the record when they're when James Harden is not there. James, when James Harden is there, they are 27-7. and seven. When James Harden is not there, they're un- right now they're under 500. They're 16 and 17 when James Harden is there. So James Harden clearly, stat-wise, and it might be a little sample size, but stat-wise, right now, he's the expected to that team. So without James Harden, James Harden, they can win some games, but they're not going to win all games. So for me, I, I think 
James Harden is the X Factor, but at the end of the day, just because you're the X Factor doesn't mean you're that the factor that wins the game. And the factor that gonna win a game is gonna be up to KD or who is gonna get the ball at the end of the game. We know is that we might think, oh, it might be KD or it might be Kyrie or it might be James Harden, but think about it is they haven't played a lot of games together. They have played less games. Like James Harden played more games with Houston than he has playing with K- than he has played with KD and Kyrie, which is even uh, crazy on his own and crazy on his own. But for me, it's like, bruh, like, and I'm not going to say because you're, they're all veterans. So they kind of know how to play with each other and they have been playing with each other for a while. Even with, even uh, with Kyrie, he played, he played with KD a little bit. Probably after practice or after the game or whatever, or during the offseason, they probably played. But this is the playoffs. I don't think that's going to like, that might cultivate it to something. But for me, I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just wondering. That's why I got to see the first playoff playoff game because they're going to go against a good team. And uh, if they stay at the third seed, they're going to probably go against the Celtics or the Miami Heat, one of them two teams. So it's going to be really awesome to see what they do. In the playoffs, is I really love the Brooklyn Nets. I actually crazy that I like the Brooklyn Nets. They're not a bad team. They're not a, like a team that I hate or nothing like that. I just don't want them to win. That's all it is. I just don't want them to win. But uh, you guys, I I love that we had this little talk today. I had to get this out. It's literally I was just talking about my sister. I was talking to my sister, not about my sister. But I was talking to my sister, and I was just telling her like, man, this is like therapy for me. With talking to you guys, even though I'm not like on the audience wise, but just talking to you guys on this podcast, it's like therapy for me. And I don't know if it's therapy for you, but that's therapy for me. So I hope that you guys or somebody hears this and feels a little bit better about their life and can then can hold on a little bit longer. Cause I, I know for me, it's been hard out here. <laughs> it's been hard, really, really hard out here for um just me and my family and I know families out there have been it's been really hard for you guys because of just the pandemic and the way this system is. I'm not gonna really go political because I can go political, but I won't because I don't I have a lot to say about our government, which ain't really been doing nothing for us. But that's another story for another day. I'm not really gonna talk about that. But um for me, yeah, like I you guys, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast, even though you 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 can be doing anything else. You could be going anywhere else, but you're going to listen to my podcast most likely. <laughs> and you're going to, you're more, you're going to listen to my podcast. You know why? Cause I believe you're going to listen to my podcast. Cause I know you guys like talking about sports. I know you guys love talking about it, watching sports, even, even play, you probably play sports at all, play sports in whatever city, whatever country, whatever continent you've been, you're in, you know, play some type of sports. Or even if you're not a sports fan, you probably like one of the people where you're like, you're like, just trying to find out how to play sports and you're listening to my podcast or you're trying to find out the, the no, the no, not, not really the no, but you're trying to fill out, find out information about sports or some type of sport. So I think, I thank you all you guys for listening to the podcast and I hope you guys have a nice day or a nice week and a nice month, a nice year. Matter of fact, but before I go, I like to give a quote. Um, like I said before, I got to figure out what that quote is for, for, um, for uh, what, what they said. Uh, I just said it like a couple minutes ago, well, a couple minutes ago, I said it, but I got to, now I have the actual official, uh, quote. By the way, side note, this came from the Dark Knight Rises, which is crazy. 
And he might say, oh, you childish. I don't care. It's a good quote for me. It's a good quote for me for the rest of my life. It's, it's, so the quote goes, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. So the crazy thing is, it's, even though it's a quote off of a, a movie, it's actually really a really good quote. I mean, it, it really is. So you can go with what you go with that, or you can go with what you feel about that quote. But for me, if what I feel about the quote is, it's like either you either you going for me, it's like being like when you are at, in this world, you always gonna have haters. You always gonna have somebody that don't like you. So you either gonna just suck it up and just either gonna cry about it and whine about it and let that soak into your body and let that eat you alive and force you to I ain't gonna say physically die, but just mentally die and just give up. Or you're gonna be like, all right, well, I'll just take it as a I take it as okay, I guess I gotta be the villain. I guess I gotta be the bad guy. Okay, I, okay. Well, I gotta be the bad guy. And sometimes being a bad guy is not all all the way always that bad. Sometimes bad guys and sometimes good guys sometimes don't win. And it winning is sometimes it's like, okay, I'm trying to explain it better because I'm trying to sound deep, but I'm not I'm not I don't wanna sound deep because I'm trying to like, oh my god, I'm trying to make this one quote seem like is something else, but like sometimes, like you said, you gotta just take it where take it where you leave it. Sometimes you have to just be like, okay, well they don't they don't like me. Well, I just make them don't like me even don't like me even more. So to me, that's what I feel about that quote. Is just don't let haters be your downfall. Let them be your. Sometimes they can mess around and be your flotation device or your boat or whatever to move to wherever you want to go. So. Just, just that's all I feel about that quote. But you can take it where you leave it with that quote. I don't really care. You can use that quote for anything. I mean, and it might, like I said, it might be from a movie, like Dark Knight Rises, but it's a good ass quote. So, <laughs> so for me, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. But before you leave, you can listen to the podcast on. Uh, I was gonna say Buzzsprout. That's where I actually get my. <laughs> I put put stuff out at, or I I post my uh, podcast at. But you can go to. Spotify on the whatever you want to call a podcast. You type that in, and you can once you go type that in, you can listen to the podcast. Or if you don't want to go to Spotify, you can go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any where you get your podcast from. You can type the whatever you want to call a podcast, and once you type that in, you can listen to it. You can listen to it while you're at the store, while you like so while you're in the grocery store. While you're working out, whatever you, wherever you're doing, you can be cooking chicken or cooking a chicken for your family. You can be a family man or you can be a, a wife or whatever, cooking some greens or some, or you can be actually you can be watching this, listen to this while you doing anything. I'm, I'm going to say the other thing that you can be listening to a while, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, you can, yeah, I'm not going to say that word. I was going to say something else, but I was going to go, that's going to be too much. Nah, I was I'm thinking about saying it, but no, I'm not gonna say it. Whatever, um doing it. Okay, no, I'm not gonna say that. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm really uh I'm I'm just I haven't been talking to you guys so in a while, so I'm kinda a little backwards today. So um you guys, if you're not if not Spotify, if not Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you can go to uh what's the other one? I always forget sometimes. Spotify uh Apple iTunes and uh oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Stitcher. That's what it is. Stitcher. Okay. If you don't got Spotify or <laughs> Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast out that you go to, you can go to Stitcher. You can listen to it on Stitcher also. And it'll be you can listen to it anywhere. 
and I mean anywhere. So, <laughs> uh, so I thank you guys for listening to it, and I'll see you guys next, probably next Monday, probably Monday or Tuesday, whichever one. But it's most likely gonna be Monday because I'm gonna do a special podcast just speaking about the Green Packers and their situation. So I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.